We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We're here. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Corner Podcast. Kel Dansby here with the old man Andreas Hell in the building from Blue Wire Studios here in the Wynn Resort in Las Vegas. Starting the week off, good old boxing talk. Because we were both at the fight last weekend, Virgil Ortiz. <sighs> we got to have a tough conversation about refereeing and boxing. Oh, yeah, we do. That's 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 one thing we got to talk about today. You were at Oscar De La Hoya's crib for a housewarming party that we got to talk about as well. And then, of course, so much other just randomness going on in boxing. Errol Spence Jr. has surgery. What does this mean for him? What does this mean for Terrence Crawford? We have Inouye locking up his next fight against someone who was allegedly banned in the country. Yes, yeah, sure. But that's not going to be a problem, according to reports. And then, biggest news, Anthony Joshua versus Francis Ngannou. Which I swear, Eddie Hearn just said that this was carny business about two months ago. But I digress. We will talk about that fight as well today. Packed boxing show for what's really the first all-out boxing show of the year. So 2024 starting off with a bang in the boxing world. Where should we start, Dre? Where should we start? I, I want to start with, how was Oscar's crib? Oscar's got an amazing house. It was dope. It was weird. Uh, yeah, I got the invite and it was like, hey, Oscar's having a uh, housewarming party and select people are allowed to come by and talk to Oscar. But yeah, it's pretty much hanging out. And I was like, does this make you a friend of Oscar Dello? No, I'm not friends with anybody. That's not how I function. I just wonder. Like, I never had a housewarming party and invited someone who's not my friend. Yeah, well, I mean, just be pals. It, it was a few like Jake Donovan from Boxing Scene was there, Sean was there, a few other people were there, but it was like, it was nice, man. I mean, it was catered. They they had uh you know Oscar and Bernard I, I guess in my media clips making the rounds where I asked Oscar about uh Dana White and his relationship because Oscar's building an apex out here a Golden Boy apex that he wants to have he wants to have like club shows again here like he wants to make boxing pre- uh, relevant in Vegas and I was like well Dana might feel like you're encroaching on that territory a little his. bit and he doesn't like you and he makes no bones about it he hates Oscar Dillahoy so got to ask him about that. Spent like 
45 minutes talking to Bernard Hopkins. It started off as like a five-minute conversation. And then, you know, if you've ever been around Bernard, that boy can talk. It's quick. He reels you in and he gets real close and he gets in your space. And he's, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he talked about, we talked and had some food and took some pictures. He lives, I don't even know where I was in Vegas. That's how far it was. Like, it was so far deeper into Henderson, yeah. into the mountains. And then it was like, it was a gated community in a gated community. I was like, God damn, the house had to be like 10,000 square feet at least. Yeah, that's my goal, Dre. I want to live up there. When he was on the show, I told him, I was like, yo, listen, we ain't neighbors yet. But the goal is one day I'm living on that damn mountain. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say this about Oscar. I think as much criticism as I give him, and it's all deserved because he talks too much, I think he's starting to become more self-aware. And he had mentioned that he shouldn't have said certain things about like Ryan Garcia. And he said he was being petty with Canelo. Like he admitted these things. And I was like, well, that's grown. I'm glad you admitted that. He was like, yeah, I didn't like the Canelo left me. So I was critical all the time. Um, but he still wants Jaime Munguia to fight Canelo. That's yeah. his goal. Jaime Munguia fights John Ryder at the end of the month. Uh, talked about Ryan, which we're going to get to the Ryan switcheroo that happened. I forgot to tease that. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. He was like, I'm fighting Devin. And he was like, yeah, I'm Man took that. one jog with Floyd, changed everything. Yeah. The Floyd Mayweather effect. It's a changed real deal. his whole life, apparently, according to his Instagram. Well, a lot is going on with Brian Garcia, which, fuck it. We'll dive right in. Oscar's house was great. Like, it was great. <laughs> Went to the housewarming, came back in one piece. I thought I was going to get jumped when I got invited. I was like, man, they know something about me. But let's talk about Ryan Garcia because before we get into the Virgil Ortiz, Frederick Lawson fight yep. and Old Man, but also taking O'Hara Davies to hell. Oh, Abuelo. Then this guy is on one hell of a streak. I ain't even counting the Rollies loss. I'm, I'm treating the Rollies loss like Sean O'Malley treats his loss. And it didn't happen? It didn't happen. It didn't exist. Striking that from the record book. So good old Ryan Garcia was seen jogging and hanging out with, with Floyd Mayweather. Uh, before all this, he was like, I'm fighting Devin Haney. Devin yep. Haney was like, book it. He goes on a run with Floyd Mayweather. He's like, ah, I'm fighting Roly Romero. Devin Haney's like, you bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and Roly's like, all right, whatever, you guys. I'll do what we want to do. Like, Roly's just, he's yep. just that guy. Then, same day, <laughs> man's like, I had a baby. And everybody's like, congratulations, <laughs> Ryan. And he's like, I got a divorce. It's like, wait a second, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan Four hours apart. This is crazy to me because couldn't you wait a couple weeks for you announce the divorce? Do we have to announce it that four hours after the woman gives birth? Listen, so I've been 23 years old. I've been 23 years old with several children. I've been 23 years old and going through a divorce. I believe I was 24 years old on the show. I did a separation at 23. I was 24 years old on this show when we started talking about the inner workings of when I was going through and getting the divorce. I can't judge this kid. <laughs> like, I, I remember I, on wax on this podcast, I know where I was at at that time. Would I do it now at 35 years old? Probably not. At that time, I mean, bro, she it happened. She just had your it baby. Happens. Nah. That's one of those where. Divorces take a while, too. So, especially with... Divorces take a while. I had no money when I got mine. He got bread. So, it, this takes a second with two kids. Every, so, this had to be in the works. And this had to be an agreement like, yo, listen, we ain't together, but we'll have our baby. No one asks questions. 
blah, blah. As soon as the baby's here, I'm letting everybody know where we're at. Because we've probably been a rap like six months already. Come on, man. Four hours. Four hours. There's only one reason for this to happen. You know why. What? You know we got another girl. But still. And the other girl is like, so you ain't going to tell them? Bruh. He's like, yo, just wait. We're having the baby. And she was like, as soon as that baby comes, you know you better, blah, blah, blah. And he was just like, damn, I got to do it. I, I'm just saying, man. It's, it's, it's always a, another girl behind this. It's, it usually is. But it's a bad PR look, man. Like, you have a baby and announce it to the world. Nobody asked you to announce this baby. No. I had no clue he had another right. baby. So you announced the baby and everybody's like, oh, she's got a baby. And it's like, oh, I'm getting a divorce. Like, oh, she's having a divorce. I didn't and, know he was married. No, nobody knew what was going on. <laughs> he could have kept all this information to At himself. At least the second half. So all that happens. He pivots. He says, I'm not fighting Devin anymore. I'm fighting Rolly Romero. Whole and life change, man. Like three days. Whole life Like change. real quick, the Floyd Mayweather effect. The first thing is, a lot of people have gone back and forth. Is this the right decision? I was like, absolutely. 100%. Rolly has a belt. Uh, Rolly's beatable. And you're the draw. Here's what I think happened. Floyd Mayweather went on a run with Ryan Garcia. And he was like, you thinking about fighting Devin Haney? Ryan's like, yeah, I can beat everybody. And Floyd's like, that's not good business yeah. on this run. It was a light job. They were, yeah. they were like right by my crib, too. That's that pottery barn that's right, <laughs> literally walking distance from my house. And it's wild that they ran there from Spring Mountain. I mean, Floyd and runs. People have been in Vegas. Like, this is a, it's a jog, but it's a 2 a.m. long-ass jog to go up by your crib. Whoever, uh, wherever they started. But they always start at the gym. Bill Haney has been saying Things that I don't think Floyd Mayweather likes. And I think Floyd always has ulterior motives for what he does. Yeah, sure, he can be looking out for the best interest of Ryan Garcia. But was he doing that with Tank? Two things can be true. Yeah. He also knows, he's telling Ryan, like, you are the draw. Devin has the belts, but nobody cares. Right? You're the draw. You fight Rolly Romero, you win a title, you're a bigger draw. That fight can get bigger. Because yep. Ryan's what, 26? Yeah, maybe. 25, 26? And Ryan... To his credit, has always been the man like, I don't want fights to marinate. I want to fight him now. But I think Floyd got to him and was like, you need to treat boxing like a business. Ryan's 25 years old. 25. So Floyd told him, you need to treat boxing like a business. I know you want to go fight everybody, but Devin ain't going nowhere. Right? And I think that's the reality of it. Rowley's somebody who has a world title right now that you can beat. Now, the interesting thing about the, all this is he said this before... But also sent O'Hara Davies to hell. Yeah, because O'Hara Davies is like, yo, I'm up. Yeah, and nobody was rushing to book that fight. But but now, with but also so being the interim too. WBA champion, he becomes Roley's mandatory, which I'm positive Roley watched that fight and was like, I ain't fighting that old motherfucker again. And they're going to let Roley skate on that being the mandatory because he to. just beat him. They're gonna so you can justify Roley be like, I don't want to fight him because that was just my last fight and I knocked him out. And they'll just tell Barroso, like, yo, you gotta wait. You did. Whatever circumstances happen, you just suffered a knockout loss to this man. He doesn't have to fight you. It's not a fresh ma matchup. He's gonna go and fight this guy. I mean, and the real thing is the WBA is like, well, we, we can get a percentage of Romero Barroso. We can get a percentage of Ryan versus Roley. Yeah. And that's a bigger percentage. And Barroso, to be honest, man's 40, about to be 41. At this point, I'm taking the step aside money. Yeah, well, yeah. I got a, I got a family. And I got he, grandchildren. He's 40 like Luis Ortiz is 40. So <laughs> I got grandchildren. Yeah, is, he's a great grandfather. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if he's got one on the way. But I think it's the right move. 
for Ryan. I think it's a great fight in the sense of like, this could be an all action fight. Rolly could crack. Ryan could go down in this fight. Rolly can punch. Like, I don't expect. I mean, he dropped old man Burroughs. I don't expect Ryan to lose. Like Tank Davis just recently said in interviews, like that kid can hit. Like, I'm not lying. I, you know, I just hit harder. Ryan, he's not as defensively responsible as a lot of these guys. So I think it's a very good fight on paper. They should get it done. Devin's left out in the cold. They're trying to freeze him out. That's, that's Floyd's job is now freeze this kid out. And I'm sure you saw Bill Haney, John at Bernard Hopkins, and Bernard gave him a nice little shove Shut, oh. into the crowd. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Why, why Bill so light in the ass? Because it was just like a little shoulder check. Hey, it's Bernard he Hopkins. That's old man strength. Sold that shit like LeBron. Yeah, he, he shoved him. Like, so... Bill was like, oh! And he flew halfway across the room. So a lot of people say, also say, oh, well, now Devin, he doesn't get Ryan. What does he do? Well, you got plenty of options. You got Tio's there. Barbosa's there. I mean, there's a plenty of 140-pound fighters you could fight. Tons and Golden Boy stay all of a sudden. Sudeo Matias is there. There's, there's plenty of them if you want to fight somebody else. Nobody's no, fighting. Nobody's going to fight. Well, Tio's going to fight, but that's it. I mean... Arnold Barbosa also said he wants to fight him too. He's called him out like twice. Barbosa wants to fight him. He does. And he and Barbosa's on this situation. He was also on the other card. He's in a situation where he knows. He's like, all these guys are stars and I'm not. Yep. So I need to fight them all. I need to fight somebody. Yeah, I need to fight somebody. 140 pounds is a very interesting division. Tia Fimo was at the fight. Yep. Just smiling and having a good time. 140's wide open. And, and Ryan... I love when Tio's happy. I mean, too. Ryan just doesn't need to rush it. So that, that's, that's what I'll say about Ryan Garcia. I, I just... He's not in a hurry. Floyd has convinced him, like, you are 25. I said on the show a long time ago, Ryan Garcia told me he's going to retire at 27. I called him a liar in an elevator. He's like, watch me. I said, I'm going to wait till you turn 27. I'm going to come see you. You ain't retiring at 27 years old. No. No, no, not anymore. He was moving like he was trying to. Well, yeah, he wanted to fight everybody and get in get out. Get out. But you find out real quick, like, yo, I'm not that good. I'm good. But to retire at 27, you just got to blow out everybody. Yeah, you know what's even better? Pay-per-view money? Yeah. So he got that tank check, and he was like, hold on. I want, like, a couple more of these. Yeah. And I can get them. With, with these guys around me? Because, really, he is, say he beats Roly. Him and Devin go into it. He's not a scrub. Like, Ryan's good. If he so happens to catch Devin with some wild shit beats Devin, a tank rematch is right there. Dude, for an insane amount of money. If he loses, all right, Devin probably not going to knock you out. So he outclasses you, whatever. Then you move up to 147 or you stay at 140 and he moves up to 147, get your belts back, and then it's you and Tio. And then, you know, I mean, it could be anybody. He could fight Barbosa. He could fight, like, Golden Boy has plenty of, like, all of a sudden, they have, like, a lot of the 140-pound fighters. So he could fight anybody. Ramirez. Yeah, Jose Ramirez just signed. Yeah. I don't know how long Jose Ramirez will stay at 40, though. Ramirez is big. He is, but his best chance at a title is still He's staying not, at 40. I probably... He's going to get... I mean, he had two of them. I know. A and second then, ago. And then, then Josh Taylor Josh styled Taylor. on him. Yeah. And then... He don't want to fight T.O. 140 ain't got no easier. No. It's a more difficult division, so he might be eyeballing 47 Watch at this what point. what T.O. did to... Josh Taylor. That's what I'm saying. Like, you want to fight that guy? I want no parts of this guy. And Subriel Matias is just running through people. So, as we move on from Ryan Garcia, as we mentioned, Barbosa, uh, yeah, but also Smokes O'Hara Davies. A lot of people was like, ah, I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. Not Nobody a, did. First not, round? First punch. O'Hara Davies didn't land a punch in that fight. <laughs> he just, he woke up. <laughs> just didn't know what was going on. He said, shit. It was a wrap. Caught him cold. Finished the job. But then we get to the main event. 
Virgil Ortiz against Frederick Lawson. Lawson's a guy who has three knockout losses on his resume. I ain't even time to type about this fight before it was over. The first salvo of punches Virgil threw, Tony Weeks jumped in and was like, that's it. And everyone booed him out the building. Rightfully so. They, <laughs> it's probably the first time I've heard a crowd start a chant about a ref. Yeah, Virgil's like, you, they'll say, you're saying I suck? And he was like, no, no, no. They're saying Tony sucks, yep. not Virgil. And he's like, oh. Okay, and he's like, all right. But Tony sucks. Tony, like, yo, that's some pro wrestling shit. Like, it's, but there has to be a real conversation of sooner or later, maybe it's just time. He's a legend. Maybe it's time for the commission or a commission to take it out of his hands. Well, how about how about we discuss the elephant in the room? What Tony Weeks tweeted. Yeah, that's even worse. Or so, put, post on Facebook. Facebook and then deleted it. Yeah. That the kid tested positive for brain aneurysms twice and they waited until they got a negative test to let him fight. Then he deletes it. That's damning. It's a, it's a damning suggestion. Yeah. Right? Because for me... For a referee, the, the commission's job is to protect the referees and the judges, right? They're basically their shield. Tony Weeks basically says, I don't know how he got this information, that Lawson had aneurysms, and that's the reason why he stopped the fight, because the kid's eyes rolled in the back of the head. Keep in mind, Tony Weeks was also the referee for Barroso and Romero. Yep. And he said he stopped that because Barroso was 40 years old. Right. Which, at some point, it's like, come on. Now, he's in the ring. When you're alleging that the commission didn't do their job and that they put somebody's life at risk and you stopped the fight because of a brain aneurysm that you allegedly saw, if I'm the Nevada State Athletic Commission, if it's totally not true, we got to get rid of you. Yeah, 100%. Because you, you're levying accusations that are wild. That You're, you're saying that we put a, li- a man's life in danger. Even if it is true. You're leaking some very confidential information. Like, there is things that doctors cannot talk about with people for a reason, right? Like, you, you, can't, you can't do that. And to then use that, which is confidential information, even if you know it, I don't know how you know it, but coming out and saying that, now nah, you got to go. And then on top of all that, I need to understand the benefit of allowing Frederick Lawson to fight if this was true. Yeah. Then you stop this before he ever gets in the ring. Yeah. But if you're the commission, if you're alleging that it was like this crooked thing to make sure Lawson fought fought Ortiz, Virgil Ortiz was pulled out of fights before for health conditions. And the commissions didn't allow him to fight. It's not like this fight was at T-Mobile. This wasn't a pay-per-view. Great crowd, though. It was a great crowd, but it was in the Virgin Hotels, which is like, what, seats 2000? Yeah. On a DAZN broadcast for free, what is the benefit that the commission have putting a man's life at risk just to keep a show going on? They pull fighters for less. I'm not saying the commission hasn't had some corrupt. Is all through boxing. It's combat sports. Yeah, but that suggestion from Tony Weeks, and then you delete it. Man, I ain't no old man had Twitter fingers like that. (laughs) Facebook fingers. What? Yeah, I guess old people do use Facebook. They love Facebook. He still has a flat top, so. Yeah, that shit's immaculate. Yeah. As someone who don't got hair, like, I, if there's one thing I can't hate weeks on, it's, it's, the, it's 
a flat top mm-hmm. dude. And you got to be careful. Cat Williams might come out and call the unit. <laughs> You're like, yeah. <laughs> Easy. I'm going to see Tony Weiss and just tug on it next time. Because now I don't trust nobody. Nope. Not a single person. Cat Williams got everybody in doubt. That's a whole nother show if you have a listen to Uh Make sure you guys check us out on Patreon, uh, which you'll get info for later on in this show as well. Cat Williams episode is up right now. And yeah, it's, it's just, it's wild to see that this is the state of boxing right now because there's always, it's always kind of been that like sense of distrust, right? Yeah. With judges more so than refs. Oh yeah. But there's always a, did he take a dive? Even like Ali days, was it a phantom punch? Like there's always a, it's, it's ingrained into the sport. Yes. A ref doing this twice in two years, though. It's like, come on. Yeah, I mean, at once upon a time, Richard Steele was the most criticized referee in boxing. He's the one who stopped the Mildred Taylor, Julio Cesar Chavez fight. He got criticism for a lot of early stop- stoppages. There was no social media for him to go out there and say, hey, man, the guy had an aneurysm and he couldn't defend himself. It was just, it was what it was. Steele has remained, like, he's been a tremendous referee for his career. He's had a few bad stoppages. Tony Weeks, this was just... Coming off of the Romero, obviously he's refereed in between that, but to do this and then make that accusation rather than just shut up, right? Figure out your future. You like, don't have to talk to the media, which is also agreed. Which, it, what's nuts is if you watch that sequence, Virgil hits him with a jab and then a lot of those punches land on the gloves. When yeah. did this man's eyes roll in the back of his head? And how does that suggest an aneurysm? I don't know what's going on. If you're thinking, you I gotta mean, give him a count at least something. so you can judge and see. Give him the standing eight. That was bad. It was bad. That stoppage was that stoppage was awful. Yeah. It was it was one of the worst stoppages since the last worst stoppage that he had. Wasn't Weeks the ref for Corrales? Corrales Castillo? Castillo. I think he was. Which was a great stoppage. Um But it only came because you didn't stop the fight. Well, yeah. You, I mean, you shouldn't have stopped that fight. The fight was a war. You got to give a man a chance. That's all I'm saying. You got to give the fighter a chance. I would have liked to see Lawson at least touch the canvas. The man wasn't even dazed. It's not like he he was covered up. Now, Virgil Ortiz says, hey, he was probably getting bad because he wasn't responding. Fine. Let it be that. Right? Tony Weeks was the referee for that fight. And yeah, I guess he's just getting old and maybe sensitive. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Cares too much about people yeah. nowadays. I don't know what's going on, but you have to give the man an opportunity to fight back, fall down, something. It wasn't even dazed. It was just, it was awful. It was, a, I didn't really care. At the end of the day, it was a short night for us. We had two first-round stoppages at the main and co-main event. It we was were at, over at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time. I was like, I'm out of here. So I didn't mind that much. But for the people who paid, oh, God, that sucked. Oh, because the card beforehand had been pretty good. Yeah. And they're like, yo, they're getting his money's worth. And they're just here to see Virgil take a man's face off. Yeah. He has... A perfect knockout record. Yep. Cool. And the one thing that could have just put the cherry on top. And as a promoter, I'd be pissed. Because it's like, I'm trying to sell, not a regular guy, a future star of mine. Oh, yeah. And I got people to come out to this building. I don't know if I comp stuff or if I saw. I don't care. I packed out this building in Vegas, which isn't easy. No. I saw Teofimo fight in a tent once. This shit's not the easiest place on like a random off weekend. It's like, I got people here. The crowd was rocking. You 
have now marred the comeback that we waited 18 months for. Yeah, it sucks for Virgil because now Virgil... They, he needed rounds too, just I, physically. He wasn't going to get him. He was going to finish that dude as soon as he got the opportunity. Yeah, sure. But Oscar's got to turn him around now quick. That win doesn't really get you ranked at 154 pounds because Lawson wasn't really anybody. It's like he wants to fight Tim Zhu, which I respect. But Tim Zhu says he's down... He's down with the cause. Look, I think it's a fascinating fight because, yeah, Tim Zhu can crack, but he doesn't have a 100% knockout rate. Yep. There's only, well, the other person is a world champion who fights this weekend, Artur Betterbeev yeah. against Callum Smith. Has a 100% knockout rate. Love to see it. We just got to get Virgil some more fights. This, this fight ended in a very trash fashion, but we'll move on. Well, I, I would say we would move on, but I don't know where this, this Tony Weeks saga is not going anywhere anytime soon. This is something that's probably going to linger for another couple weeks. He needs to... Just take time off. Yeah. Like, it, I'm not saying anyone should be fired if this is livelihood. And he is a legend. Again, refereed some of the biggest fights in the sports history. He, this man let Badu Jack with the cut of all cuts. Oh, yeah. Make it to the end of fight. And his shirt was bloody soaking red. Yeah, it was a massacre. Yeah. So I, I've seen him have some sort of decision-making skills. It's just in the past two years, I, I don't know. Maybe he knows too much coming into the fight. Maybe. Maybe there's too much of a conscience there, and you have to sit him down and be like, yo, that's okay if you care too much. But your job isn't to care. It's to referee this fight. And you can't put emotions into it. And sometimes people forget that. Like, a ref's job is to protect the fighters. But it's to do so within the action you see between the ropes. Yep. Not to know their backstory. No, they got eight kids that they got to go home to. Or, yo, his mama's sick. I don't want her to see him get knocked out. Like, you don't need to know any of that backstory. When they step in the ring, you protect them. Outside of that, call it straight down the middle. And if he can't do that, take some time off. Sometime means all the time. Bye. <laughs> take, take some time off. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. 
That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. On the flip side of that, well, we'll touch on someone who's suddenly got surgery for an injury before we go into the bigger news where Errol Spence Jr. We're waiting and waiting and waiting for this Bud Crawford rematch. Bud is waiting for it because he's contractually obligated. And Errol won at 54. Bud has been, to my knowledge, wavering about that. Um, doesn't look like he's going to be a 47. Spence never's coming back down to 47. So it's like, okay, we're waiting. Why is there no announcement? Okay, maybe. Maybe they're waiting for the start of the year. Still no announcement. Maybe they were waiting for Super Bowl. Now it looks like we're not going to get any of that. And neither of these guys are getting any younger because Errol Spence just had eye surgery again, this time just for a cataract. But eight-week recovery time for a cataract on the eye where his retina was detached from the car accident. So it's not like a normal cataract surgery, which to my knowledge, I don't know many 33-year-olds that develop cataracts and need surgery. So the fact that you have one, like you're 60, it's pretty concerning to me. And now it's like, even with that, do you want to come off of an eye surgery before I bud again? I think it's time for them to move on. Yeah, this is tough because the real reason Terrence is waiting, he's just trying to figure out what Canelo's doing. <laughs> That's his real reason for not committing one way or another because if he's fighting Canelo, which very, seems like a very outside shot at this point, but if he was to fight Canelo, Terrence got to eat. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. He's got to eat, lift. Right, he's got to yeah. get up to that weight. So I could see him not committing to Arrow. Maybe he knew what Arrow was going through and just didn't make it public news. The funny thing about this Arrow situation is I like Arrow Spence's candor. Arrow says it on Twitter. <laughs> All that said, you can kill the retired shit, though. Yeah, I got my ass beat. Shit was past due. <laughs> I didn't live exactly like a boxer for the most part. Nobody says stuff like this. No. Usually says I got a bad night. My man said, yo, this pastor wasn't going to get my ass beat. I wasn't living like a boxer. I did some dumb shit and I got whooped for it. Yeah. Nobody really says that. And. But he said this like four times now and it's like, Errol, all you got to do is stop drinking. Well, that's the one thing he truly enjoys. Like him and the Charlos reportedly all love the sauce and they, they can't. But a lot of people are asking Errol to retire. And I'm like, nah, I don't think he's going to retire because I think. That Thurman fight's right there. Thurman, I think he beats a lot of people at 54. Man, that's a pay-per-view fight. Yeah, there's, I mean, look, man, I, he's never going to fight Charlo, obviously, but who knows if Charlo's ever going to fight again. But if you look at the landscape of 54. Little Charlo? Yeah. All right. He just fought his cousin. Allegedly. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know what his domestic incident was for, but he was. Me fine. either. Um, but he got out, and I feel like he got the Canelo check. 
and he could chill on that for a quick second. But if it's not Arrow, Bud is coming to knock it. So they, they got a contract with Bud, like through VVC. But somebody got to step in. There's, I don't think Errol Spence should retire. I think he should recover and take a fight. It's not with Bud. Just no. let sleeping dogs, let that angry dog lay. Like, let him, don't bother that dog. Like, Terrence wants another fight. But it's funny because Terrence now finds himself in, like, no man's land. Yeah. Because he really doesn't have an opponent. If the, the long shot with Canelo doesn't happen, who do you fight? Charlo. Charlo is not fighting him. Oh, Charlo. Charlo. Which Charlo? Little Charlo. Little Charlo's not fighting him. He will. He won't. Not anytime soon. Al Heyman get on fall. Yo. Dude. Gotta do this. How many belts Charlo more, got left? More imp- he, he had to give up one to Zoo. So he, he gave up another one, too. So he's got two belts. He's coming off of the most embarrassing loss of his career. Why would Terrence want to fight him? Terrence will fight for titles. He has a contract with PBC. And you say, Spence is not going to fight me right now. Like, say, maybe yeah. even run it back. All right, cool. He's coming off the injury. If you want to run him and Keith, make sure you look good. Get a little more buzz back around it. Let me get some belts at 54. And me and Spence run this shit back at 54. All right, cool. But now, Canelo is a, is a pipe dream. He's a unicorn. Yeah. Outside of that, who around me, 47, 54, 60, is a star at all? Nobody. Nobody. So it's like, Charlo's probably the best I got. That's not a good fight. He, Charlo just lost. He's still the biggest name. No, he's not. Charlo's never been a big name. There's no big names. Tim Zoo's a bigger name than Charlo in Australia. Yes. And you go and fight Tim Zoo after you beat the shit out. But again, it is, I got a contract with y'all. Y'all better put somebody on the table. It ain't going to be Charlo. I think it will be. Dude, he ain't going to fight somebody who's just coming off a loss. Charlo got two. So a unified um, title would be Charlo. Oh, for the WBA, WBC versus versus Crawford. Buzz like, yeah, give me those. Give me those two. Because with Tim Zhu having another one, that's three. And I'm hap- hop skipping a jump. I'm pulling it anyway or Canelo. And I'm cleaning out 54 in a year. And the other one is vacant. Yeah, I just... Charlo shit the bed so bad against Canelo. Nobody wants to see that fight. Before, it was a fight that we all wanted to see. Yeah, but you just show him grabbing his balls and talking shit. Yeah, it just... You, it builds itself. I just... I don't... My thing is, I don't think Charlo wants to fight right now. I think Jamel Charlo sitting at home counting his money like Scrooge McDuck and oh. enjoying life. Do you really want to come off the couch of enjoying life to fight Terrence Crawford? You thought what Canelo did to you was bad. Like, Terrence is going to try to kill you. Yes, yeah, It great. ain't worth it. Because it ain't the same money either. It ain't worth it. So t- I don't know who Terrence Crawford fights. I genuinely have... If, if Canelo moves on, if I Benavidez, Munguia, or Big Charlo, which to me the only fight is Benavidez, but whatever. That's a whole other show in itself. But it, that means Crawford's just kind of stuck on the outside just trying to figure out who to fight. All you think you could do is get this PBC money in your contract, which is somewhat guaranteed, have decent enough names on there, try to become undisputed again because you're not the youngest guy in the world, become undisputed again, a three-division undisputed champion, and stack your resume. So by the time Canelo makes this last swoop around May, September, that you are in position next May 
to be like, we're the greatest two fighters of this generation. Yes, it's too bad Canelo haven't fight. lost by then. If Canelo fights David Benavidez, he's going to have Stay a loss. Stay away from Benavidez. <laughs> That's what I'm just saying. By he the time fight Big Charlo in May, I'm Moongi in September. Yeah, it's you. I don't know. But you can't just avoid David Benavidez forever. You have to fight him. So it's it, all that's a mess. Well, to that point, if I'm Crawford, even if he loses to Benavidez, I'm just beat him up too. At least I'm going up several divisions. I mean, yeah. I just need that name on my resume. I don't care if he lost or not. We'll see. And it's a pay-per-view. All that being said, like Terrence Crawford has made himself a star. He's just in a situation where it's like, well, I want a, a big money fight that means something. Charlo would have been that, but Canelo went and fought him instead. So I don't know where he goes. The Spence fight is probably still going to... I truly believe it'll just end up being Spence again. It'll be the Spence rematch. You're just going to wait until July? How many times can he just fight once a year? Dude, I don't know. But I just, the way things are shaping up, if you're contractually bound to that fight and you're waiting on Canelo and Canelo's probably not going to make his decision until March, then what's another couple of months to fight Errol again? And it's all a, these it's fight- a lot when I could beat the brace off of Charlo. In Charlo the ain't fighting. I'm telling you, this man is not fighting in the next few months. A man, like money. No, it's he don't. Not that much. He don't like getting his ass whooped. So? You only I'm, got so many I'm, left in him. I'm telling you. Charlo you is... You put a number out there that you've been... Hmm, I gotta take Charlo this. is enjoying his life. He is not interested in fighting Terrence Crawford in the first quarter of this year. Maybe later this year. First quarter, no. We've no, seen we're, we're knee deep in the first quarter. They ain't fighting in the first quarter. Knee deep. We're we're three weeks into the year. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, but he would have to train. They got to get in the gym. That's my point. No, I'm talking about May or June, because I'm not even sure Spence comes back before August. Now, we don't know, but we'll see. I I I just Terrence in a tough spot. It sucks. I'd like to see him. It is get a fight. I call Al right now. Al, you got to get me somebody right now. The IBF rankings, by the way, are a joke. I don't. Erickson Lubin's third is the only name I know in the top five. I'd be like, yo, what do you know about the IBF? You get me a stay busy fight right now for like March. You get me a March fight for this vacant IBF. Because when you vacate, obviously at 47, you're number one contender for anything when you move up. You skip the line. Yo, I'll fight whoever, whoever the hell this guy's name is for the IBF in two weeks. How many times? Give me six weeks. I'm there. Let me beat the hell out of him. Get that belt. So now you're either giving me Tim Zhu or Charlo in my next fight, and I'm going to be a unified champion. Then we figure this out with Arrow. Yeah. But by the time July hits, I'm going to be unified somewhere. Yeah. I, I might have three belts around here. The other risky proposition to this is Terrence without Arrow, we don't know how big that pay-per-view is, and I'm sure they don't want to risk having a dud pay-per-view. Yeah, I don't think, if, if he just fights for the IBF, he can't put it on pay-per-view. But, you know where you could put it? The first fight on the Amazon deal? If he just fights a random name for the IBF to open your deal with Amazon Prime, it's big enough where you're like, okay, and then you know what it is, give me the belt, and then his next one is the Amazon Prime pay-per-view for the title versus one of the other two. Yeah. You could justify it with it being the opening pay-per-view headline or excuse me, opening headliner on Amazon Prime. It's, just, it's, it's tough because the other thing you have to consider is Terrence Crawford's 36 and he's not doing camps just to do camps. No, he only wants big fights. 
Like you, yeah. he, like he needs to get paid a lot of money. You, we'll you got to sit him down and be like, "Yo, I understand," but my man, he may never come back. <laughs> and if he does, probably not going to sign the fight. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe Terrence says, "You know what? <laughs> if if Canelo's not fighting Big Charlo, I'll fight Big Charlo." It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't know. Speaking of bags, there's one man who's not fumbling the bag. His name is Francis Ngannou. <laughs> Has anyone in the history of combat sports done the opposite of fumble a bag more so than Francis Ngannou? No, no. This is, this is next level. Like he fumbled the bag. Dana was laughing at him. People were laughing at him. And he said, I'm going to box. I'm going to do this. And he signed a PFL. Then he gets double knee surgery. And it's just like, fam, you ain't young. And it looked like the, the, the bag was flipping in the air. And next thing you know, does an OBJ one-handed catch of the bag, locks in the Tyson Fury fight, drops him, and has the world thinking he beat the man. <laughs> now, doubles up. Yeah. Doubles up and signs to fight Anthony Joshua on March 9th or 8th. It might be the 8th. Uh, in Saudi. So you know that bag is about to be fat. And it's going to be, is this a 50-50 bag? No. 50-50? I don't know. It's not. He got a bigger name now. He ain't got a bigger name globally than Anthony Joshua. He's got no. a bigger name for sure. Yeah. Uh, but I'm it, sure that him and Tyson Fury bag was like I mean, 70-30. And he told his coach... Oh, he, he broke his coach off bread. Yeah. And coach was like, yo, it's the most money I've ever made in my life. Like, I'm set for life off of just coaching Francis for one boxing match. Oh, by the way, you're about to get that check again. Yeah. Maybe a little bit bigger. This is, I mean, coaching. it's one of the greatest stories in combat history. And it all flies in the fucky face of Dana White. Because you really. If he was white, he'd be Rocky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. But he's black. He'd so. be the biggest thing. On planet Earth right now, if if he was a white guy with his story, yeah, like would cover from Nigeria, going to France, blah blah. If he was from any other, if he was from the U.S., had to fucking leave Philly to go to Cali. It's all facts. Had no money, blah blah, and then did this shit became UFC heavyweight champion as a white guy, and then left and beat the number one or pushed the number one boxer in the world. Yeah, and he was white. 
be Rocky. Yeah, Trump will be, be at all his movies. fights. Trump will be at all his fights. What? Eight movies for him right now. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, he's black, and that's not how this country <laughs> yeah. functions. Nevertheless, he's fighting Anthony Joshua, and all I'm sitting there doing going is, man, I don't care what happens. I One, I think Francis Ngannou is just going to get his ears boxed off. Like, Anthony Joshua is... He ain't engaging. Huh? He's not engaging. No, he's going to get his ears boxed off. Yeah, no, Anthony Joshua... Yeah, no. Yeah, he, Anthony Joshua is on a mission right now. And still an Olympian. Yeah, <laughs> like Olympian. that's what I'm saying. He, like, he's on a mission. Like, yeah. he took four fights. Like, since his loss, he's been just fighting people. Now, what I think was supposed to happen is, I think AJ won, obviously, the Wilder fight. Yeah. That went up in smoke. But I think he wanted to fight Philip Hergovich yeah. for the IBF title. And for whatever reason, that fight didn't materialize. And the Saudis were like, well, what else are you going to do? Yeah. And Eddie Hearn was like, I don't really like it. But how much? And Anthony was like, how much? Yeah. That dude's a star. I and think the Saudis brought it to them. I'm like, sh- yeah. yo, Hergovich, like you always say, he'll be there. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. Uh, we want this fight. And yeah. then maybe we'll pay overpay you for Hergovich. Fuck Whatever. It. Whatever. Because but we want this now because this guy is hot. The other thing that AJ knows and his team knows is like, if we go out and destroy Francis Ngannou, how are you going to keep us out of the undisputed title yeah. picture? Right? Because all AJ Cause cares about... Look, what, their job now is just making Tyson Fury look like shit. Yeah, that's it. That, I mean, that's <laughs> They're it. They're just goading him into this. Yes. And so clearly, jo- again, Joshua's a man on a mission. Who knows what happens with Usyk Fury in these next two fights? Which means Anthony Joshua's kind of waiting. So it's like, all right, I fight Ngannou. I beat him up. Those two fight. They have a rematch. That IBF title becomes vacant because of the rematch. I fight Hergovich for it. Or I don't, there, there are so many things that he could do to, by this time next year, if Fury's still the champ, we get that fight that we've been asking for for all these years yep. for a ton of money. It's even bigger. Granted, Fury has to be deuce. A lot of things got to happen. But Joshua's put himself in the driver's seat. But if you're in Ganu, it's crazy because you're like, I signed this PFL deal. I got to fight eventually in this company. I'm not in a hurry. He's clearly not going to fight in their first super fight card now. That's the first super fight card's in April. No. Yep. So, and the PFL had to be like, well, whatever. Because when you do come, we'll be good. Yep. But Francis Ngannou... Does he ever go back? That's the question. Like, <laughs> yo, I just made $100 million doing a sport I wasn't supposed to be doing. Yeah. Right? And I'm 0-2. And I could fuck around and fight Dillian White and maybe beat him. End up 1-2. And, and I'm still a top 10 ranked heavyweight in the world in box. I mean, who's to say? I don't know where Deontay Wilder's head is at. Right? I don't. He's supposed to be fighting on this card. Some people have linked him to Zaley Zhang. I don't that's think that's... bad for business. That ain't happening. I don't, there's, I don't think there's no way Deontay Wilder's fighting Zayli Zhang. I just don't see Not it. Not now. No. But Deontay takes a fight, looks good and wins. AJ beats Ngannou by decision, right? AJ moves on, fights Zayli Zhang, whatever. Who's to say that they're like, don't go back to MMA yet? Francis Ngannou versus Deontay Wilder. Now that's huge. Huge. Now this fight, this man has three boxing matches. And it's clear like $150 million. Against the three biggest names in the sport. <laughs> back to back to back. And it's like, he fumbled what? Like, Dana, you look like a fool right now. You, you, Dana, Dana I'm needs, just knocking my head against my fucking desk yeah. in, my, Dana, in my office. Like, Dana needs happening? to apologize. Like, Dana needs to just suck it up and admit he was wrong about this one. Don't fight it. Just say, you know what? I was wrong. It is what it is. Yeah, like, hey, 
Take the L. Yeah. The- I'm glad he went on and did what he wanted to do. We're doing what we do. Yeah, he was like, the man don't want to fight. He said all these bad things about Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou is going to make more money than him. Said he would never (laughs) box a top-level box. Yeah, he put Tyson Fury on his ass. God damn. Oh, well. Well, Nobody's sleeping on him like that. Like, this fight... But he might be able to outbox Deontay Wilder, which sounds ridiculous. He could. like on the scorecards, if he don't get caught, he got a chance. And he's fighting like eight-rounders. It is so bad that... My good buddy Dean Thomas has been in my mentions on like everything talking about it. He says it's easier for MMA fighter to transition to boxing than boxing MMA, which I agree. Sure. However, he was like, you could take a great striker and make him a top 10 uh, ranked fighter in boxing in a year. I was you like, cannot. you're a liar. You cannot. I was like, you drank too much Kool-Aid watching no. uh, Francis Ngannou. Francis Ngannou has the benefit of power in the heavyweight yeah. division. Leon Edwards beats no one. Right. At 170 yeah. or 168. No, in, absolutely in not. No. Like, yo, him again. A year, two years, he's not beating anyone in the top five. Top he ain't beating David Benavidez. He ain't, he ain't beating David Morrell. He ain't beating Caleb Plant. He ain't beating. He ain't beating Caleb Plant. <laughs> like, dog, he's yeah. getting his ears boxed off. Uh-huh. I'm like, hurt. I, I love Max Holloway. He ain't beating Devin Haney, Tiafima Lopez. No. He ain't beating none of them. Oh, maybe on. you go up to 47. You ain't beating none Boots? of them. None of them. Be nobody. But that's what makes this fight so intriguing now is like Francis is carrying MMA on his back and all those pipe dreams of all these MMA fighters looking for the boxing bag, which also they... Maybe Izzy. Maybe Izzy can go and win against a top 10 fight. That's because he was a world-class kickboxer. It's different levels. Yeah, it's just everything is different. But now that all the dreams of MMA fighters who want to box hinge on the shoulders of Francis Ngannou. It's such a great thing. Now, reports are Nate Diaz is fighting Masvidal in the boxing match. Boxing match. Like, why would I ever go back to MMA? For what? Yeah. Injured in training camp? Yeah. Nah. I'm good. Injured because you want to fucking do jujitsu and I don't feel like rolling today and nah, getting man. my fucking ankle tugged on? No. like Francis- When I could just soft spar in boxing for, for six weeks, get my cardio up, ride a bike if I'm Nate Diaz, go and just fucking fake box for eight rounds where I put a guillotine on a guy who's an influencer. It's, yo, like, the one thing that Oscar said that he was so right when I was talking to him, he was like, you know, isn't Dana the guy that said, uh, that was complaining about, you know, boxers in MMA and MMA guys wanting to box? And he was like, but we're paying your guys way more. Yeah. There's a reason why they keep coming over here. He's like, nobody in boxing wants to go do MMA. No. You never hear anybody in boxing go, man, I want to fight in the UFC. It never happens because they don't pay nobody. Yeah. I would love to see Bud go. Yeah, selfish. I mean, he's just a, a freak of an athlete. Yeah, human but being. at 155, just wrestling, kind of wrestling base. But he probably get heel hooked by some jujitsu guy or something. Got to take his ass down. <laughs> and and if he, if anyone can do it, Bud can sprawl and brawl. So good luck, because if he hits you with a sprawl and catch you with an uppercut with those tiny gloves, so yeah, he'd probably get smoked. But you know, might. I'd like to see it. All that being said, congratulations. Him versus Gage. No, there's like kicks. No, nah, man, leg he never want to get leg kicked. He don't want to eat none of that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe him Poirier? Him Poirier, nah, Poirier baby. leg kicks you too. He, that's what he did to no Conor McGregor. On like a... You do like the Kevin Holland? On the strength. Yeah, yeah, the Kevin Holland gentleman's agreement. Yeah, we are just standing and banging. That's, that's the only it. way it's going to happen. Yeah. And then I give Bob a solid chance against one of those. And he's still probably... Yeah, he's probably the tiny gloves, it's, it's very hard. Yeah. But, man, it's, it's a lot in boxing. We're shaping up for a good 
good first quarter. Like you said, there's still plenty of fights in there. Because if we get Ryan and Rollies, like second I mean, look, we didn't even talk about it. Better BF fights Callum Smith this weekend, which is not an easy fight for Better BF, no matter what anybody tells you. He has no more easy fights. He's 39 years old. Well, yeah, but there's a lot of people like, oh, he's just going to knock him out. No, Callum Smith is the toughest opponent that he's ever faced. Correct. Canelo didn't beat the brakes off. He just beat his arm up enough to get a fight. And now this guy's at light heavyweight. I still think Better BF probably gets to stop. However, I don't think he stops. I think he wins. I don't think he stops. Ends his knockout streak? It's possible. You're right. Uh, Tom Tom Gray uh, over at Sporting News said the same thing. But that fight, if Better BF wins, you think the Saudis are already like, we got to do oh, him, him and, yeah, and Bivol. We're paying for that. Millions. Saudi Arabia is about to have a big 2024 in boxing. Yeah. I mean, WBC, you got to be like, okay, I'm going to drop this stupid no Russians. Yeah, they're going to change it. Mauricio Suleiman, I don't know what yeah. the hell. Mauricio is in Saudi for every one of these yeah, fights. Yeah, talking about, oh, we, you can't fight a Russian and women can't, out the window. women can't fight three-minute rounds. Like, you gotta, your morals are fucked, Mauricio. Yeah, like, who, stop it. <laughs> stop it, Mauricio. Like, it ain't that sick. Like, yeah. and I'm all for you making your money. I, for every interaction I've had with him, cool dude, he's never done me wrong, but stop. Yeah, gotta chill out. Like, the game is evolving. Or, just take all this damn money and shut up. Yeah, that too. <laughs> just throw enough money at him. Shut up, Mauricio. And uh, he'll be like, cool. Just, you know, my 3% just turned into 15%. And I will uh, take this and throw one of his cool-ass parties that he does every year. Like the announcing of the mandatories. Yeah, yeah. yeah just go and rent out like a huge fucking resort and do that. Um, nah, yeah, so we'll see how everything else plays out. We'll talk about Better BM next week. We'll see what other drama comes about in the world of professional boxing because it's never a quiet week. In the meantime, though, you guys, make sure to check us out. It's the first week relaunching the Patreon Corner Podcast on there. I'll drop the links on all social media. We are going to do our weekly hip-hop and entertainment show on there, which will be Patreon exclusive, and then also drop the full-length videos of every show so you guys will still be able to get audio on all podcasting platforms. You'll get clips on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok, and then you'll have to go to Patreon to listen and see our entire show all this amazing quality here at Blue Wire Studios. So make sure you guys check that out. It's going to be fun. This is the first week of many. We already have content up there for you guys to binge, enjoy, see our faces, yada, yada, yada. But every week you'll get four full-length videos of what we talked about. And then, of course, like I said, the hip-hop show will be exclusive audio and video to the Patreon. So show you guys, show your support. We appreciate you, Corner Club members. We really, really appreciate you guys. A little bit of changes heading into 24, but good changes. I can't wait to see how everything pans out. So we appreciate you all. In the meantime, for myself, for the old man Andres Hill. Till next time, we're out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. 
Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.